everybody, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience, and today I'm joined by my friend Sean Cannell, YouTuber, international speaker, coach, and creator of Think Media. Sean, did I say your last name right? You did. Sean Cannell rhymes with YouTube channel. I love it. I love it. You've even got a ring to ring for it. Um, <laughs> give us, uh, I guess, give us kind of your elevator pitch, a little bit about what you do and what you're what you're here for. Jared, thank you so much for having me on. I'm a small town kid, college dropout, and I started shooting videos in my bedroom in 2010. And today that's turned into a YouTube channel with almost 2 million subscribers. And I really help people find cameras and gear and lighting and equipment to create content. And then I also, having launched multiple channels, also teach people how to use YouTube after building a six-figure income and being able to kind of turn my day job into my dream job, reviewing tech and doing affiliate marketing. I started to teach using Kajabi and package what I know into uh, an online course and all t- multiple courses today. Um, and so uh, we have that kind of education business on the side. We say it like this at Think Media, bringing you the best tips. That's like the strategies for YouTube and the best tools. That's the gear uh, for creating content, for building your influence with video. And so that's what we're up to. Very cool. Yeah. I, I love that you I love that you said that because just right before we hit record, obviously this being mainly an audio podcast, uh, the first thing I asked you, or first thing I said, man, your camera looks great. So you obviously, you know this industry well. You've got it. I mean, for anyone, we probably try to pull a cut of this just so we can show this off maybe on Instagram or something because you look like cinematic quality here. Yeah, I appreciate that. And i um, been doing it for years. In fact, I started shooting video in 2003 for my local church. So I've been doing video since 2003. So that's 18 years before YouTube started. Yeah. Back when AOL was sending us CDs in the mail to give us three <laughs> hours free and we had dial-up internet. Um, And so, uh, yeah, excited today to be able to uh, share all the mistakes I've made and lessons I've learned, especially as technology has evolved to help people figure out their gear and create uh, the best content possible. Sure. Well, that's actually kind of a great segue into... I'd love to just kind of uh, share with everyone here like how you, in fact, got started. Like, What did that journey look like for you? And how did you ultimately make it into this kind of online space? Yeah. you know, For me, 2003, I started volunteering because it was kind of it was kind of by accident. I, although you know, I'm a person of faith, so I believe God directs our steps. But I just started volunteering at a local uh, youth youth ministry. It had like 16 kids in it, and we were an hour north of Seattle. So Seattle is, of course, like super cool. You know, known for you got Microsoft and Boeing, and you got Nirvana, right? Grunge rock, this whole thing. But th- that was not where we we lived in like in a the rural community, super small town, one town, uh, uh, one street town called Marysville, Washington. I started volunteering at this church, but the youth pastor handed me a video camera and Adobe Premiere Pro, which is still a lot of our team today use that software. And I started making videos. And um, it was those early days of mastering your craft, being terrible at your craft. There was no craft to it, really, you know. Uh, but I started making videos and it was sort of building that muscle of content creation that I wouldn't know would become so valuable in the future because I made a video every week. And we encourage people that want to start a YouTube channel, you know, make a video a week. And of course, you want not just the videos you make in your course on Kajabi, but how do you also, you know, put content out there that could let people know about your products, your programs? Well, I was like cutting my teeth in those early days on just these simple, silly videos for our youth ministry. And so then eventually in 2009, that's probably the start of my entrepreneur journey because I started an LLC called Clear Vision Media. And I started to do video production for others, started doing some social media management for others. Because for the last seven years, I had been, you know, marketing our youth ministry. We set up like a Twitter and we set up a YouTube channel and we made videos and we're doing photos 
Photoshop and doing graphic design. Um, and so I, I got to try it for myself and learned a lot of lessons doing client work, getting just kind of, you know, undercharging, having crazy deliverables and trying to, you know, earn enough money and, uh, to, to keep things going. And, uh, you know, to fast forward to today, it was probably 2003 to 2005 that I would call those developmental years, the pre year, pre entrepreneurship years, almost like the biggest towers have the deepest foundations, the biggest trees have the deepest roots. And I was really kind of building my roots, learning all these skill sets, voraciously learning, reading books, attending events. Once online courses kind of became the thing, obsessing over learning from the best and the brightest in the space and, and uh, buying online courses, and then really launched into what we're doing today over kind of the last six years. What a, a cool place and time to move into this field. Like I, I won't go into my story. Uh, I'm here for you, but like almost identical, very, very similar. I wow. got into video, audio all through like very, very similar channels. I've actually been to Marysville, Washington, uh, oh, ironically crazy, enough. Because most people don't even know what that is. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> would love to kind of just get an idea of like where, where uh, you know, you, you've built the skill set, like you've, you've created a business that surrounded this. Um, I assume that you maybe started out like locally. Is that correct? Did you start by working with people around you? Or did you start right out working with online? Yeah. In, in, in 2009, when I started Clear Vision Media, I started doing local wedding videos. I did music videos for this guy named Chad, a Seattle hip hop artist. Uh, and I remember working with Deborah Emanoff for like local baseball teams. I was shooting videos for local Mexican restaurants, but they also wanted to get online. So I was essentially like to this day, the I made a video that like ranks in search for like Marysville Mexican restaurant. Now, not a lot of people searching that, but they've been the dominant, um, you know, Mexican restaurant for the last decade because the, I was kind of forward thinking and YouTube is a search engine. You need a website more so you need content out there. And so really just saw uh, the potential of what was happening as, as the social media explosion was happening. And I was in the middle, midst of that. Um, and then eventually, you know, we, we moved to Vegas. That's where we're based now in 2011. And I took a position as a director of communications at a, at a local church, but it was much larger, 2,500 person church, TV show, uh, Facebook page, author had a lot of books, uh, his own, he's wanting to, you know, develop his personal brand. And, you know, I learned this principle from Ken Coleman, who wrote a book called The Proximity Principle. And that like, one of the best ways to become who you maybe envision yourself, who you want to be one day is to get into proximity of people doing it. And one of the best ways to develop skills is to get into proximity with people that have those skills that you want. So I, I saw it as a huge opportunity to just try to be a part of something bigger than what I was doing. And to also get to kind of experiment on and learn from voraciously learning, but then also actually doing the stuff to see what I can learn in the process. So for example, today, my book, YouTube Secrets has done like 70,000 copies. My friend Benji and I wrote it and it's it's kind of my first book, but it's actually like my fifth book because I launched like three books with my pastor and did the cover and helped him write them and helped him launch them. I wrote an, e, you know, an ebook. So there's always like the, the hidden projects before you see the quote unquote overnight success, not realizing that it was 10 years in development. And so having the opportunity, his name is Benny Perez. He's a lead pastor in, in Vegas. I was helping him grow his Instagram and his Twitter. And I was cutting out video clips and doing micro content for him and, and growing the YouTube channel and trying to optimize the videos and doing the thumbnails and doing all that kind of stuff. Well, that's what we do today for Think Media. And we're doing it at a level that's you know pretty advanced. Well, it's because there's such deep roots of, of doing client work, doing it for others, helping them grow their brands um, and getting just uh, that experience. Amazing. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier, I, I don't forget, I don't, I don't remember how you framed this, but like we talked about mistakes, struggles, 
struggles. Let's let's dig into some of that. Like, I'd love to hear what that journey was like. Yeah, man. When I think about, I think that that's that's probably a, a simultaneous definition of entrepreneurship is struggle. And I think that a lot of times as entrepreneurs, sometimes we're wired different, but we're probably wired somewhat optimistically. You know, we're somewhat optimistic because you probably wouldn't go into this if you if you weren't optimistic because you get punched in the face so much that there's so many quitting points and chances to give up. I mean, I think one of the biggest, the first ones that I think about, like even scary moments, was to start Clear Vision Media. I took out a loan, and it was it's like seven thousand dollars. I took it out from prosper.com so I could buy a camera and level up some of my gear, but I was terrified, you know, and, uh, I also wasted a lot of that money. Uh, just because I, I bought like unnecessary gear. Cause I was like, I got money. I just started adding my stuff to my cart. And that's actually kind of helped us. Uh, I probably wasted half of it. And that actually though, that mistake turned into content and even sort of the birth of my channel, Think Media. Cause I was like, Hey, buy this camera. Don't buy this one. Get this accessories. You don't need these accessories. And I began to learn that actually it's kind of like our mess becomes our message. And it's what we end up being able to help others with. I mean, that's what so many of us do with our Kajab with Kajabi, right? Is we are helping people say, Hey, I did it. I made mistakes this way. Don't avoid my mistakes. You're paying for speed. You're paying for wisdom. I mean, hiring, you know, now today think media is 18 people, which is crazy because again, a kid just shooting videos in his bedroom. Didn't think that I would have to learn how to be a CEO, but I've learned in hiring that sometimes you have to kiss a few frogs before you meet your prince. And it's probably not their fault. It's probably because you don't even know how to hire. You're like early on, you get so overwhelmed. You're like, you're breathing, you're hired. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> that's your process of, of, and so, um, yeah, we've, we've made some mistakes in hiring or had people not work out or also just learn that you can get burnt where, you know, we've had people say, yeah, I, I, you know, we go, you can, you know, one person promised us like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be here for the rest of the year. Uh, so because we're like, it's going to take some while to train you. It's going to probably take a couple months. So we don't, you know, we could you be here at least till the end of the year? And uh, they're like, yeah. And then as soon as we had just spent money on high, uh, training and, and those first couple months and not a lot of productivity yet, they bailed, you know? And, and so in those moments, you could get bitter, you could, um, you know, get frustrated, but also what's done is done. And so entre in entrepreneurship, the future is forward and you just got to keep going. And so, uh, I mean, mistakes, we've made time, we made so many financial mistakes. You, you start experimenting with ads where you spend $10,000 trying to promote a, a webinar or something and, and you just blunder the whole, I mean, you want to, here's a quick story on mistakes. Our first ever webinar. So I buy Kajabi when the, the newest Kajabi had the opportunity to be a founder when it's just getting started. We didn't have an online course built yet, but we wanted to. I believe if you pay, you pay attention. And so we, and you, and, and there's transformation in the transaction. It made me put my money where my mouth is and kind of motivated me to get it done. So we jump into that. And then it's a couple months later, I'm getting 1.0 of the course developed. And then there's the first webinar. And I start the webinar. Of course, I'm studying how to do a good web class webinar. And maybe you're supposed to be at the sale by 45 minutes. Well, I'm not at the sale until an hour and a half in. So I'm already breaking like the rules is first ever. Okay, that's fine. Then we get there though. And I have a call to action so people could go buy our course. First course we ever made called Video Ranking Together. Well, turns out, the URL on every slide is spelled wrong. Oh, no. 
every single slide. And so I have my friend, David, who's kind of like just a business mentor and he's texting me. I'm already stressed, scared to death. First ever webinar too long, seeing like the little timer I have. Oh, I should be finishing. And then he starts texting me the URL spelled wrong. The URL spelled wrong. And I'm like, how how does that help me now? All these that's stressing me out. Well, additionally, we just bought a URL with simple for, and we use URL forwarding to send it over to a Kajabi page. Uh, it's because it's a little bit different. Ours would be like courses.seancandle.com dash dash offer dash dash whatever. So we simplified it to something like, you know, start VRA or something. And again, that was spelled wrong. Academy it was very regular Academy and Academy was spelled wrong. But then here was everything. If you turned on masking, and I don't know if this is still true, but if you turned on forwarding with masking to Kajabi, it wouldn't even let it go through. So even if you spelt it right, you could not get to the sales page. <laughs> Gosh. So first ever webinar, scared to death, gone, went way too late, URL spelled wrong. If the person intuits to spell Academy right, it still takes you to the wrong page. And I think, again, that's the summary of entrepreneurship. You just got to be willing to get up, fail forward. In fact, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, and then adapt. Because, hey, then we get to do another one and correct the URL and make sure that the link works and test things ahead of time and, and just do our due diligence. But man, I feel like the last, the entire journey has just been marked by, you could call those, again, mistakes and failures, which sure, but I really believe it's a John Maxwell quote, sometimes you win, not sometimes you lose, sometimes you learn. It's just try to, the more you fail, the more you get data and feedback to just do it more intelligently the next time. And so we failed a lot, probably more than most. And that's probably why we're where we are because we just keep going forward. Yeah, I I love the quote. I I don't know who it's attributed to, but failure is the fertilizer of success. Like, Mm. I'd love to actually kind of move move right onto there. Like, what was some of the first successes? Like, when did you start realizing that you really had some momentum here? Um, When did that kind of come into the picture for you? Well, you know, I think uh, there's been different momentum points. And I think one of the first big ones was I had been doing up until about 2015, mostly client work. And partly, if I'm honest, it was a little bit of fear. I was afraid to be the person. And I liked being the person that was kind of behind the scenes helping others. And I think that's all it's all about self-awareness because I think that that's sometimes people's sweet spot. But if you're listening to this and maybe you are afraid to be the person, you know, you're afraid to be the person in the course and to be the person on camera and to be the person on the live stream and to be and and so to really step out and kind of go all in, I think would be a way to put it. I was I was a little bit afraid of that, but it was October 2015 where I had been doing the stuff. So I was getting momentum, but I was getting momentum for others and some momentum for myself. I mean, my, by this time, my channel Think Media had 16,000 subscribers, which is significant, but it's not a million. It's not super crazy. You know, it was, it's because I'd been chipping away at it for the past five years. Well, October 2015, I've got three main clients. One's paying me 2,000, one's paying me 2,000, one's paying me 1,000 a month, 5,000 a month, 60,000 a year, you know, 1099 income. My wife and I, no kids living in Las Vegas. And I will never forget because October 2015, one of the clients calls me and says, Sean, you know, we got to let you go. We're actually hiring some full-time people. So I was like, okay, bummer, but it happens. Not a big deal. One of three, I could probably replace that person. Second week though, October, 2015, person calls me. John, we got to let you go. This one surprised me. And I had lost the two $2,000 clients in the first two weeks of October. And now I'm like, dang, that's, 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 a, what are we going to do? Because we're making a couple hundred dollars of online income, three to $500 a month in online income. But now that's not like pay your bills type money. But then third week in October, phone call, hey, Sean, we got to let you go. So all of that income just evaporated in three weeks. 
I am panicking a little. I'm like, Sonia, uh, my wife, man, I- I'm so super sorry. I don't know what we need to do. And I actually called David. I mentioned him earlier, a business mentor who just, he like did super, he actually did super well in online courses in the year 2000. Like, are you talking like a real estate course? Like before, in, you know, before it was so easy with Kajabi and all these different things, they're like coding their own websites and he had exited a company. So he's like kind of independently wealthy and really uh, doesn't have, you know, him and his wife, Alice or vacation. You know, I called David. I'm like, Hey, I'm really worried. I lost all my clients. David, what do you think I should do? He goes, I'm not worried. And I actually get offended. I'm like, you're not, Hey, I don't know if you understood. Okay, David, listen, I just called you. I know you're not worried, Dave. David, you, you don't, you've never also paid my bills though, bro. You're, you're chilling, drinking a pina colada on a beach as I'm talking to you in Mexico on vacation. And you just kind of are, are living your, I don't know if you heard me. I'm worried, David. I know you're like, what do you mean? You're not worried. But I was so glad he said that because in entrepreneurship, eventually you have to, you know, take the leap. I kind of felt, he goes, you know, at some point you have to take a leap. It seems like God just kicked you off the cliff though. Like you'd have a choice. Like the leap has been decided. It's time for you to fly. I was like, all right. And it was at that point that we went all in. And to be honest, Jared, like the momentum was immediate because of the power of focus. Now I wasn't working for three clients. I was working full-time at the start, 40, 50, 60 hour weeks, no kids. And my wife was bought in, man, we were six months away from the zero in our bank account. And we replaced that $5,000 a month income from YouTube ad revenue and from affiliate marketing on Amazon talking about tech. And in a few short months, built a six-figure income with affiliate marketing and YouTube. And so immediately, I got to work building a course about how I did it. How do you get views on your videos? How do you monetize those views? You know, with affiliate marketing and other income sources. And I bought Kajabi that December, I believe, by the end of the year. Again, also a little bit stressed and overwhelmed because I was focusing on the day-to-day doing this stuff. But I knew I also wanted to eventually teach on how to do this stuff. And I went all in for like the the year-long deal, you know, one year at a time. And so that first course came out 1.0 real rough by March got r- polished uh, f- the last three uh, you know last a uh, couple months following that and then today it's like 4.0 it's it's our number one best selling program called video ranking academy and it's turned into we got the community side of it and uh, there's just like a faculty in it now i mean it literally started out as just my framework my proprietary process of really how to create videos that show up in search on youtube and how to beat the youtube algorithm and then how to monetize views uh, but it's really evolved and it's been stunning and i think there's there's been ups and downs, but it's been kind of really straight up. And I attribute that to two things. I attribute that to that whole early part of this whole conversation of all that development, leadership development, team, ability to build a team. That was, I was learning all those skills a decade previous and then cutting my teeth and actually doing this stuff on YouTube from 2007 to 2015. And then, yeah, packaged it up. And then we continue to stay. We want to be player coaches. So we stay in mastering YouTube and then teaching about it in Video Ranking Academy. And uh, I just checked. You know, our all-time revenue in Kajabi is 8.8 million um, that has has gone through there. And that's been since, you know, to you know, that that March 2015. And I think that the first launch we did of it, we did ten thousand dollars, you know, which was really significant, which is crazy. That's an awesome first, you know, first time coming out, especially with all those mistakes, too. Cause we were able to thank God for being able to follow up with an email and be like, here's the fixed link, and you know, things like that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, the journey has been crazy and, uh, the momentum has been crazy as well. 
I'd love to, I guess, learn a little bit more about you, you have the the YouTube channel. You are doing kind of some professional services still. Like, what was the idea behind like this should be a course? Like, I, I you know, going back that far, like I, courses today are like one of the things that I think, especially now, people are thinking about. But like, you know, in many ways, like you are a pioneer. I mean, maybe not not as much as your friend who was doing a course before there was a tool to do a course, but still, like this was a, a new thing. Like how did how did you come up with this idea even yeah you know i think i would say i was an early adopter but i wasn't maybe like that bleeding edge and and it really goes i know uh people like brendan burchard and Shalene johnson are are known uh in this uh community probably and i actually went to uh brendan burchard's i don't know if he, he it's called a different name now but it used to be called experts academy and he did a video contest so i'm on staff at a church in vegas I've been following Brendan because he wrote a book called Millionaire Messenger and he put out a contest. And these are days like I like could it would be very difficult to afford or even have, you know, to make it to it's not just the ticket price, but also uh, travel and, uh, you know, food and all that kind of stuff. But he said, Hey, we're offering a, a chance to win a ticket for an all expense paid to Santa Cl- Clarita or something like that to Experts Academy. And I remember I saw it and in my heart, I was like, I'm going to win this. I was like, I am going to this. I am winning this contest because I'm also like, it's kind of, it's a video contest. Like I, I, I do video. And so uh, I, I just, worked my... And I remember because I, I my day off was Friday. And, and for our church, we actually worked five and a half days a week. So I had Friday off half of Saturday because Saturday night we had church, we had a service, worked Sunday and Monday. So, so I had a day and a half off. So Friday morning, I got up, I worked the whole day scripting my video, outlining it, planning it out, shooting it, editing it a little bit, downloading the footage, got up Saturday, edited it, put it together, put it on YouTube, submitted it, and then just waited weeks and weeks. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I got ac- accepted. And I remember going uh, to Experts Academy. And so where even before that, there was maybe the idea, but that was where really where, of course, uh, you know, Brendan's pretty all time in, in that. And uh, that really, really helped, you know, that that that's gave me some of that initial vision. Uh, later on, I, I moved to Irvine, California, and I was a campus pastor of a church just running a site kind of running the day to day as we had a video venue and discovered that Shalene Johnson like lived in Irvine, met James Wedmore in these days too, or and these are t- types of characters where I just would reach out and I had an interview show and I had, nobody knew who I was, but I, I was like, I remember I invited uh, Shalene on our video influencers interview show. I had bought courses from James Wedmore and Lewis Howes in 2010. Uh, James had a YouTube course. Lewis had a LinkedIn course. So I owe at the end, at the end of my book, YouTube secrets, I, I have uh, acknowledgements and those, all those names are in there. Lewis Howes, James Wedmore, uh, Brennan Burchard, Shalene Johnson and others. Um, but man, success leaves clues. And there's so much opportunity to, you know, you don't actually really need to reinvent the wheel. Of course, you just bring your originality to it. But there's a lot of things that you don't even need time to be creative. Just follow the people who've laid out the blueprints. And uh, Video Raking Academy itself was really a direct play-by-play of going through Shalene Johnson's The Marketing Impact Academy. And uh, especially not just in the creation of the course, but in the marketing of the course and really thinking through what she would call the infomercial formula and uh, you know, all these things like uh, uh, getting testimonials and just things like that, like how to do it, how to reach out. And so to that end too, even us doing our first, our first ever kind of mini launch or launch was $10,000. I think our second one was about $25,000. Those results did not come from me trying to reinvent the wheel. It came from just saying, okay, Shalene, okay, Brendan, just tell me what to do. And I will do 
exactly what you tell me to do. And I'll put in the work, the long hours to, to try to figure out how to write copy and to do the workbooks and to do the worksheets and to watch. I'd go on the treadmill watching, you know, on my phone, the online course modules and really just putting in the work step by step and watching it grow and, and realizing that the 1.0 version of that, pretty remarkable to do like 10K. But I look at the numbers we're doing today. It's because we just keep learning and tweaking and learning and tweaking and investing in ourselves. And so uh, not my idea. That's the answer, Jared. Um, <laughs> completely not my idea. Um, but also felt, you know, I, I had a passion to teach. I think that's huge. I think what also I was obsessed with is at the end of the day, I think we could summarize the whole thing to win with Kajabi or anything else. If you could get people actual results, you'll win. You want to build a strong brand, a strong business, your website colors, they maybe matter. And, and Kajabi can make you look amazing with the newest templates and all these different things. The where you put the button and if it's the right thing, like that stuff all matters. But like, it's so secondary. What makes a strong brand? If you solve a real problem for somebody, if you move the needle for people, you know, Frank Kern would call it our RIA, uh, results in advance. If you could just say, get someone a result and like move the needle. So I just became so obsessed with mastering YouTube, learning YouTube. Does it work for me? Can I ha help? Can I share this information with somebody else? Will it work for them? Can I get people RIA results in advance on YouTube? And so I was actually mapping it at Experts Academy even before I was like, the 2010 to 2015, while I had a day job, essentially, I was being very intentional to like, these are my developmental seasons to make a course someday or to educate someday, but with real deep substance that'll bring powerful transformation in someone else's life that won't just be information or won't just be theory or won't just be a hypothesis that worked for one person, but that's been tested and tried and is like an unbreakable framework. And so anyways, yeah, man, grateful. Yes. So you have have a YouTube channel, you have a course, um, was, was at that point, you were still doing the kind of the professional services at that point in time. Like at what point did this like become, and, and maybe it, maybe it still hasn't like, is this, is the course like kind of the primary driver of your business today? Is it the YouTube channel? The professional services stopped when the freelance clients stopped. Okay. And that was my vision. You know, I'm super, I think, and who, we've even considered starting like an agency or professional service. We've considered there's so much demand for it and so much respect for those who do it. But anybody listening that does client work just knows that that's a certain level of grace and patience. And because you're also just depending on, you know, others. So I had a clear vision that I wanted to do one to many. Um, and so I have a great video on YouTube people can look up. It's if you looked up like Think Media 21 streams of income and I go into detail, but we have 21 solid streams of income, some of those being investments and crypto and some things. So probably about 15 of them today. Initially, it was the YouTube channel, YouTube ad revenue, uh, affiliate marketing. And that was significant because we're at scale. The channel's grown and became, and I became very good at answering specific questions comparing to cameras. So if someone's at the point of making a buying decision, do I buy a Canon M50 or a Sony A6400? They find my video. That's actually a point where then just saying, Hey, if you want to check out the links, that's an affiliate link. And we uh, have had $40,000 months of Amazon associates, which is shocking. Most people, which makes sense, their affiliate marketing is like 3% of their, of their P&L or whatever, but that's significant for us. The, the course is by far our biggest. Kajabi digital education is... And, and everything... We have a thing called Inner Cert. We have... I looked it up. We have... 53 products inside of Kajabi now. That's crazy. Like there, yeah. we don't have that. That's almost would sound chaos on a sales page uh, or like your course area. It's because there's been like sometimes different versions or different bundles, but nevertheless, that's, that's what's on the back end that can be seen and only probably about three are publicly seen. But 
the the digital products is a, is a huge one. But for us, brand deals is a huge. That's a million dollar business for us because sponsoring our podcast, our video podcast, sponsoring our actual videos. We have multiple content creators now, so we put po- we post basically ten videos a week across two channels, and so each one of those has the potential to either actually be sponsored by us, meaning we could say, hey, you want to check out our free class, and that could take you to our digital products, or uh, this video is brought to you by Streamyard, and that's a live streaming software. So brand deals is a, is a significant one. The book YouTube Secrets, the physical ebook and audiobook, is a significant uh, income source. Um, and a monthly membership site. Uh, we have an, uh, an annual event called Grow With Video Live that is uh, is grown to be more significant. And 2022 is going to be crazy in Las Vegas. Gary Vaynerchuk, pretty stunned uh, that that's all coming together. And then, you know, I don't even know if I'm thinking of the others. What ultimately, and we do like one on one coaching is kind of hidden with me. And then Heather Torres on our team, it's also kind of hidden. Uh, consulting sort of happens organic, but. I think what's kind of unique about us, I, I would assume almost everybody listening to this is creating content at some level, but because we are obsessed with being player coaches, I really guard my focus to create world-class YouTube content as that's what it means for me to stay in the game. So when it comes to, if you, cause I, what people say, we want you to help us create content. That's what, like we have 18 people working on our own video podcast shows, customer service uh, event. And so, yeah, it's all, it's all in a way insular for Think Media. And then our way of packaging that and teaching that is we we're like, Hey, we're doing it. And if you want to learn our model, that's in our course. Or if you want to learn how we're doing it, that's in our event. And to your point, uh, yeah, we, we want to do, we want to help everybody, meaning the request, because we get so many, Hey, can you, uh, what would it, we want to hire like a couple of people to shoot and edit our videos, or can you edit all our videos or manage our YouTube channel for us? I see an opportunity there and would love to scale into that, but you know, the power of focus sure. and you don't want to, uh, dilute your focus too soon. And, and how fast do we want to scale or how do we want to staff around that? Or do we want to buy an agency or, or partner with somebody so we could get there quicker? And then another one, I, I, this is a huge one. I forgot JV partnerships. So for the problems we can't answer, um, that's the power of JVs, right? It's like when someone says, Hey, thanks so much for helping us with YouTube. What about this? That's here. Here's the person that specializes in that. For example, there are things that a lot of people could benefit listening to this. Things called VidChops. One's called Video Husky. We work with VidChops. And that's a video editor that can cost, I think, as little as under $500 a month for like four videos. You just Dropbox them the footage. The, f- the video comes back in, in two days. Unlimited. It's like 1000 a month. And basically every two days you could be getting a video back. And so, so that's like another way. So we, through our education, try to point people and equip people with those tools and those resources. You've talked a lot about like various names that were inspirational to you, putting you completely on the spot on this one. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested, like, what would you say almost to be that person for everyone else listening to this show? What would be kind of like the key steps you, you would uh, recommend to anyone else considering this entrepreneurial journey? Question number one on the entrepreneur journey would be, where do you want to be in three years? What would your ideal situation be in three years? Let's get more specific. What is the actual work and impact you'd want to be doing? Do you want to have a best-selling book? Do you feel like writing is your strength? Do you want to package your information in an online course that is consumed passively? Do you feel passionate to have more of a membership aspect to it where every month you coach a group of women? Do you want to speak on stages? Do you want to build some other type of business or build a nonprofit? Man, clarity is so key because if you don't know where you're going, how will you know when you get there? The interesting thing is I think there's two paths 
on clarity. Number one, really dig deep on that because the clearer you are about where you want to go is, is the better you'll be able to reverse engineer back from that. And so I think the second option is we learn by doing. Get a decent North Star. Be like, uh, what way do you want to go? Well, I, I know I kind of want to go Northeast. At least you know you know you don't want to go Southwest. Like So start going that direction. Start creating. Start moving. And actually, clarity will come. It won't come by you sitting on the couch, but it will come by you continuing to invest in yourself, read, journal, learn, reflect, and create stuff. And so I think the first of our seven R's is another way of saying clarity. It's it's reverse engineer. Start with the end in mind. It can be hard to do, but the clearer you are on the end, and that was one of the helpful, you know, even an, a tip in clarity. Who is pick a person or a group of people that you would like to trade places with? Whose shoes would you want to be in in terms of their lifestyle, in terms of their impact, in terms of the work they've created, in terms of how prolific they are, in terms of of the kind of work they're doing? Because the cool thing is these pioneers have blazed the path and I just didn't want to reinvent the wheel. I I mean, if I'm honest with you, Jared, and and I open up, the way I would build out like websites early on, was I would go to like Shalene's website, Brennan's website, Lewis Howe's website, and I would just view it as a template. And what's interesting about that is if if you feel like that's copying, it really isn't. It's actually more like apprenticeship because if you if you're actually apprenticing somebody under somebody in craftsmanship, they're not asking you to go be creative and make your own thing. They're actually actually asking you to do it exactly the way they're doing it as an apprentice. And then once you become a mentor yourself, once you step out, you will have your own unique flair and vibe and style. But it's cool to kind of go through and emulate and model uh, people that have gone before you. And so, uh, I mean, that's that would be the thing, would be clarity. And interestingly enough, I know we could go into a lot of steps, but I think for everybody listening, not only is that where you start, but I also think that's where you revisit at every stage of your career. You got to get clarity again. Okay, where are we going next? Okay, what are my next five moves? And so uh, I think clarity would be uh, an awesome thing that all of us listening uh, could spend some time re-getting clear on where is it we're going? Where do we want to go? Who do we want to be? Who do we want to help? What problem do we solve? What do we want to be known for? Those are some really important questions to not just ask when you're starting, but to what do we want it to feel like? Um, What are our highest values that we're unwilling to compromise on the journey towards building it? What do we not want to do? You know, what do we, what do we not want it to be? And clarity is power. Um, the, the, the more clear you are, most entrepreneurs I talk to, if I say, where do you want to be exactly in the next six months? They're not really sure. They're like alive. But man, the more clarity you have, the better you're going to attract the right coaches and mentors and team members into your world. It's going to be a decision-making framework for you. So I think clarity, man, clarity's king. Let's go for clarity. I love the, love the answer. And, and again, I put you on the spot. That was, that was incredible. A lot of really, I mean, throughout this entire conversation, a lot of incredible nuggets of gold uh, in this. Uh, I know that there's going to be a ton of people listening to this that want to get a hold of you, want to learn more about you if they don't already know about you. So let us know, like, where should they best find you? Yeah. If people want to connect, I'm at Sean Cannell, Rhymes With YouTube channel on all the social medias, love Instagram, really happy to uh, answer questions in a DM or a comment. Uh, That's S-E-A-N. And then um, uh, Think Media though. So for anybody that hasn't checked out Think Media on YouTube, the word Think Space Media, 
you type that in YouTube and that's going to send you down a crazy rabbit hole of um, almost any question you have. So if you were to type in Think Media and the word camera, if you need a camera, Think Media and the word live streaming, if you're like, man, how do I live stream with just a laptop or a phone or some budget gear to get me live streaming or build a studio or just Think Media YouTube tips, uh, just check out the channel. Definitely subscribe. We do try to pride ourselves on putting out better free content than a lot of people's paid content. One of the things we also do is we don't really have a paid course on content creation. That is all free. How to create videos, make videos, how to set your YouTube channel even up the practical side from concept to completion. It's there. So you'd be surprised by that wealth of resource resources. If you really want to get into the strategy side, that's where our courses come up. And then lastly, the book, man. The possibly greatest way to bring endless traffic and leads and awareness to your course is to really invest heavily into YouTube. I love all Instagram and, and social selling and DMs and all these other things and whatever's working for you. Cool. But man, go all in on YouTube and keep it simple. Get my book, YouTube Secrets. <laughs> it's kind of a hard <laughs> plug, but like just go to Amazon, get YouTube Secrets. What do I do? What do I do first? Just read the book. It'll give you the seven C's of YouTube success to just get you up and running. Uh, and then someday, if you need more help, shoot me a DM. But uh, YouTube Secrets is the book name. And I think it'll really make a profound impact in you getting your channel set up and really impact the course curriculum that you're publishing on Kajabi. Well, Sean, this has been an absolute pleasure. As I mentioned earlier, you've dropped like a million gold nuggets here. Really great conversation. Thank you for coming on today. Jared, I appreciate you so much. And I am so grateful just for Kajabi. Kajabi has been the backbone of our business from the start. Before I was ready, I jumped in. I saw the email. Hey, there's this opportunity to like go all in right now as a founder. And I was like, uh, and again, these are this, we're six months away from like zero in our bank account. And from that day, that's where our, our business lives. And so Kajabi is a godsend. So grateful uh, for the entire team and for the difference Kajabi's made in our business. Kajabi is our business. <laughs> it's the nucleus. <laughs> and so, uh, so grateful. Thanks for having me on the podcast and um, appreciate you. I love it. Well, that's all we have today, everyone. Really appreciate you listening in once again. Uh, leave us a review on your favorite uh, podcasting source and look forward to seeing everyone next week on the Kajabi Edge podcast.